This is Parrot Talk. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. RestoringTheFaith.com Bible-believing, Bible-reading Pentagon commanders halting UFO research over, quote, fear aliens were demons. Good morning. This is the second day of the 10th month of the year of our Lord 2023. It is October 2nd already. It is Monday morning. This is Paratalk, your daily 10 a.m. Central Standard Time show carried here on the Crusade Channel. Live talk radio the way it should be. I am your host, Mike Parrott, broadcasting as usual from the heart of America. You can email me at restoringthefaithmedia at gmail.com. A major figure in the Pentagon's UFO Research Agency claims that fundamentalist Christians within the establishment blocked him because they thought UFOs came from hell. (laughs) This, according to uh, the Daily Star, one of the most reputable sources there is, Pentagon commanders have clamped down on research into extraterrestrials because of their religious beliefs. It's claimed. Leading UFO researcher Ron James says senior figures in the U.S. government fear aliens are in fact demons. Ron, who is director of media relations for UFO research group, MUFON, claims there is a very large contingent of people within the Pentagon who oppose the work of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program because they think that the UAPs, regular regularly reported by U.S. military sources, are piloted by creatures from hell. This fundamentalist Christian lobby within the U.S. defense establishment actually affected El Zanato's ability to get funding, Ron says. Belief in both UFOs and the literal truth of the Bible is not entirely incompatible, he adds. For example, Ron spoke to staunchly Christian U.S. Congressman Tim Burchett. I sat down and interviewed him. His feeling was that if you look in the Bible and you look at Ezekiel building the wheel, there's a lot of people that think that was a spacecraft. He adds that His Holiness, the Pope, has officially acknowledged that there is life on other planets. (laughs) There you go, ladies and gentlemen. His Holiness the Pope acknowledging that there is life on other planets. When in doubt, you appeal to Francis. Frank the Tank. Chaos Frank. Our Lady of La Salette warned that there would be demons of the air. She told us about that. She said it would be a thing. Have you ever heard of Operation Blue Beam? Have you Googled that search by chance or DuckDuckGoated or whatever the safe search is? Operation Blue Beam is the idea that the global governments would fake an alien invasion in order to seize more control over your lives. 
It's pretty much similar to COVID, except instead of releasing a virus, they're going to release supposed videos of an alien invasion. Let me ask you this question, though. Because it's a good question. It's a compound question. If all the cable news networks, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, and all the primetime news networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, and all the major news media outlets, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Newsweek, LA Times, if all the major newspapers and your local news and the national news media started covering a story and saying that there are aliens invading. If the president of the United States, or at least the usurper in chief, came out and claimed that that was happening, if the military was deployed to try to combat it, if governments around the world cooperated that it was happening, if you were even shown footage of it supposedly happening, how would you determine what is true and what is not true? How would you know that they were lying? If they're showing you footage, if you're getting wall-to-wall coverage, if every single news source is confirming that it's happening, if you're hearing stories and interviews with people who claim to have been there and seen the extraterrestrial life forms, if you're being shown actual footage of UFOs flying over Chicago, how would you know what's true and what's false? This is a real... It's easy for us to sit here and say... My fellow crusaders, I would see right through it. It's impossible. It won't happen. It can't happen. It could happen. It could happen that governments around the world could conspire to trick you. In fact, that has happened. So there's a little bit of precedence for it. So many of us have believed so many of the lies that they have given us over the years. I often wonder, in a coordinated media blitz, in a coordinated set of information warfare, how many of us would see through it versus how many of us would accept it? Here's the thing. I I do believe on some level that you're supposed to... People have a right to be believed. We have a duty. I I teach my children this. We have a duty to believe people when they say stuff. And we we say this in the context of whenever young children are fighting and they say, well, no, you're not telling the truth. No. You have a duty to believe your sibling. You have a duty to believe your brother or your sister is telling the truth until proven otherwise. It's sort of a, an extension of the principle of uh, a presumption of innocence. We can't run around calling each other liars all the time. 
But does that same principle apply to perennial liars, to politicians, news media, and celebrities? Well, I would say that the answer is no. Uh, that the presumption of innocence, or in other words, the duty to believe the words coming out of those people's mouths, there is no such duty. Because those three classes of people, media, politicians, and celebrities, those three classes of people, I, I would add the fourth class too, PhDs. Those four groups of people have proven themselves to be consummate liars, consummate frauds. They have discredited them themselves to a point where nothing that they say is believable, should be believed, should be presumed real. In fact, it should be presumed to be a lie until proven true. In other words, if I see a headline on Fox News, I have to assume that it is false or it is a lie until it is corroborated by reality. Truth is transcendent of reality. Truth is something that uh, is believable when heard. Truth transforms the heart. It pierces past the little gatekeeper in our minds that tells us what's true and what's false or what we ought to believe or what we ought not to believe. There's something powerful and liberating about truth. This is why so many of us have become awakened to the the festival of lies, the litany of lies, under which we have labored so long in these United States and, frankly, around the world. We have become so accustomed to being lied to that we just uh, presume that when a politician is speaking, he is lying. A couple generations ago, the faked moon landing of India, for example, you guys saw the pictures of that? India landing on the dark side of the moon? It looked like a crappy video game. Who was actually taking the footage? No one gets to no one even bothers asking these questions because no one no one in their right mind believes it's true. Some people celebrate it publicly, but subconsciously everybody knows that it's false, that it's fake, that nobody landed on the dark side of the moon. That that never happened. And yet, that supposedly happened, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? We've already flushed it from our goldfish memories. In part, I think, because subconsciously, we all know that it's a lie, that it's a hoax. That it's just India trying to flex on China, trying to become an Indo-power, an Indo-Pacific power. making sure that it has dominance over Pakistan. So it's a regional conflict, which is, which is uh, uh, manifesting itself in a fake space race. It's like the 1960s called and wanted their hoaxes back. But I digress. If... I go back to the original question. If your pastor 
your priest were to have joined in, your bishop, if your bishop joined in alongside the New York Times and the President of the United States and the Chief of Police and the Department of Homeland Security and your neighbors and your mayor, if they all urged you to believe that we are being invaded by hostile aliens and that it is imperative that you listen and obey further instructions, would you then believe it? It seems a little bit more credible when they bring in a cleric. If they can grab a bishop Why can't they, well, if the Pope is saying it, if the Pope is saying that, you know what, these are, these are aliens, these are extraterrestrials, obey. If every single day there was a White House press briefing and there was a, some scientist who was appointed to be the uh, blue beam czar, the equivalent of the, you know, the Fauci, briefings except instead of Fauci they have you know some some astrophysicist scientist who was involved with the Hubble space telescope and they were doing this every single day on live television and if Sean Hannity on the radio and Mark Levin on the radio told you to take this seriously, would you take it seriously? What if Glenn Beck told you to take it seriously? What if the so-called conservative right-wing media started saying that, well, Biden is mishandling this alien invasion? That would become their talking point, right? The alien invasion is true, and our big criticism is that Biden is mishandling it. He shouldn't negotiate with them. He should have done this or that. He should have sent in the Marines. I'm sorry, the Marines were too busy ensuring that everybody believed that the anus is a sex organ and cleansing their ranks from anyone who dissents from that opinion. I can personally attest to that. That's what they're busy doing. Do you see how the false dichotomy, the, 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 the Hegelian dialectic would be erected? On the one hand, you would have the right wing. You would have the Glenn Becks and the Sean Hannity's telling you that although the alien invasion is real, we still have national sovereignty and we still have borders. And I don't care if they came from an intergalactic area. They need to check in correctly. We need to build a wall, a space wall. And Biden is weak and ineffectual for his failure to comprehend that. Look at him. He can't even walk around. Can't even complete a sentence. We need a new president. We need a right-wing president to deal with this space alien problem. That's what the right would be saying. You don't even have to stretch your brain that much to imagine that that would be the talking point 
This would be Joe Biden's Benghazi. It would be his Hurricane Katrina. It would be exactly what the so-called right has wanted. They would be talking about his mishandling of intergalactic affairs, not even international affairs. Maybe we instead of uh, instead of establishing a United Nations, what we would have needed Biden to do is establish a uh, a, a representative from Earth for the uh, United uh, Milky Way galaxy. Maybe these aliens would inform us that the name of the Milky Way galaxy was actually something else, and perhaps they would take pleasure in laughing at our description of the galaxy our our primitive understanding of it it's an interesting thought experiment ladies and gentlemen that we're having here on the crusade channel i've talked radio the way it should be i hope you're enjoying your morning cup of coffee as you think through and ponder if you would have the strength and the resilience to oppose once again the incredible forces of society, mind control, governments, police departments, your fellow citizens telling you, you can't walk that direction in the grocery store because the aliens don't like it. You can't buy those items at the store because the aliens don't like it. In fact, you can't travel more than five kilometers from your house. By the way, the aliens want us using the metric system. They're not fond of, uh, of the American way of measurement. You're not to stray five kilometers or more from your house. The aliens don't like it. They might come and invade your city. Don't you care about my grandmother? My grandmother is, lives in this nursing home. She can't escape. If you anger the aliens, they're going to blow up our city and it'll be your fault. That's why you have to comply. If you don't obey the rules that the aliens, our new masters, have put down, you're going to bring wrath upon our town, our city. Don't you understand? Have you no heart? As you're drinking your coffee that you bought on crusadechannel.com, you went to shop.mikechurch.com, you went to the Founders Trading Post, you have given up on the disgusting bean juice that you were drinking and you are choosing from any of the gourmet blends at shop.mikechurch.com this morning the first monday of october the leaves are starting to change it's a crisp clean air outside and you're pondering whether or not you would in fact start to take reasonable measures to try to comply in the event that there are aliens who are going to blow up your town if you break all the rules. Our alien masters just want us to learn to code. They're just trying to communicate to us that they've been watching us for a long time and now they're concerned that we're going to destroy our own planet. They're our benevolent dictators here to ensure that we take proper measures to cut carbon emissions. That's why you can't go more than five kilometers from your house. 
your diet will radically change. Livestock is illegal. And it is ideal that you work remotely, you non-essential citizen, that you stay home, and that, uh, well, the one-child policy in China seems to make a heck of a lot of sense in a carbon-constrained environment. Do you understand? Don't have more children, don't raise your families, don't homeschool, because that might tick the aliens off. And they might have to just blow up your town if you don't obey. You don't want to be the one guy or gal that brings the wrath of our extraterrestrial overlords upon your city or town, do you? You don't want to be that person. Can you imagine the level of peer pressure on you at that point? This is worse than if you don't wear a mask, you're going to kill my grandma. This is if you don't believe the lie and obey and live in the surreality, you will kill all of us, including yourself. You will be responsible for the death of your own family, your own friends, your own community, your own parish, your own neighbors, your own neighborhood, your, no, your own whatever. And people will become convinced of that. Imagine if you saw the same videos that they used to play, all the talking heads. Do you remember them? Do you remember how they hated us? Do you remember how they blamed us for all that was wrong in the world? Do you remember how they said that it was the unvaccinated who were the reason why this or that bad thing was happening in the planet? That we were the crazy ones. Do you remember how they pilloried us? They really, really hated us. Every single night, on every single network, even on Fox News, you saw them up in arms about us conspiracy theorists. Some advocated death. Death. To the unvaccinated. They wanted us cut off from the economy. They wanted us at home. They wanted us to be in camps. They started building camps for us. In some countries, they put people in camps. If you even got the dreaded virus, you were sent to a camp. This is a thought experiment I think worth having because this is what they will do to you again. And I'm not sure that we haven't developed the correct muscles. Here's here, I'm about to play a video for you. I'm not sure that we have the correct muscles to be able to withstand this level of pressure. This pressure is coming soon. We want to make sure that people can discern the truth 
from the misinformation. And we want to make sure that everyone understands that no one's safe till everyone's safe. No one is 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 safe. Nobody's safe. No one is safe. Nobody is safe. This is a post 9-11 axiom. Safer but not yet safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe from COVID-19 until everyone is safe. If the whole world isn't safe, none of us are safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe until everyone is safe. The whole world is not safe until we're all safe. Do you understand? Nobody is safe safe until we're all safe. Health experts have been saying nobody is safe. Nobody is safe until everybody is safe. Nobody Nobody is safe. safe. The science is clear. None of us are safe. There is no safety. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe until everyone is safe. No one's safe. Nobody is safe. Nobody's safe. No one's safe. We'll never be safe until we're all safe. We are never going to be safe. 99.5% of people are safe and will survive COVID-19. The only positive thing out of this is we should be able to manufacture a lot of vaccines and nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. You don't have a choice. As long as not everybody is vaccinated, nobody will be safe. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. So get the vaccine. You need to get vaccinated. And if you don't, you are going to die. I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know who they are. The unvaccinated people. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. If you are the unvaccinated, you are the problem. You're the problem. Condemn them, shame them, blame them. The only people that you can blame are the unvaccinated. Do you see how we will be blamed? Do you see what they did to us? The only people who can be blamed are you. We can't trust the unvaccinated. They should not be part of polite society. Lunatics who won't take COVID vaccines. Walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. You have no right not to be vaccinated. You don't have the right to contaminate someone. You can't go around pointing a gun in somebody's face, which is what it is when people are unvaccinated. They are all idiots and losers. This is a real movement in this country against the unvaccinated. Jennifer Aniston is cutting non-vaccinated people out of her life. Unrepentant, unvaccinated. They should be removed from the hospital. Those who refuse to be vaccinated should be denied health care. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... Some doctors are saying they'll refuse treatment for people who choose not to get the shot. Why are hospital and ICU resources going to them? Morons who will not get the shot. The unvaccinated clowns. Idiots who think that they can do their own research. Don't do any of your own research. Doing your own research is associated with conspiracy theory circles. This go-it-alone approach, doing your own research. It can have serious consequences. You should get prison time for even questioning the vaccines. Can we all stop saying, I need to do my own research? That phrase, do your own research, is four words. Four little words that are hurting America. Doing your own research hurts America. Everybody has a supercomputer in their hand that empowers them to do their own research. And that's the problem. You must not do your own research. I need to do my own research. I don't understand what that means. I'm doing my own research. You can't do your own research unless you're a scientist. Don't do your own research. Maybe you've told yourself you're playing it safe. You just want to wait and see since this is a new vaccine. No. Grow the up and get the vaccine. Unvaccinated people spread the virus. Get the vaccine, you dopes. Don't be a 
get yourself vaccinated. That's just all there is to it. There's no excuse. No excuse for being unvaccinated. There's no rational and no emotional argument that adds up against getting your damn shot. There just isn't. But you made a conscious decision not to get the vaccine. I also have natural immunity. So for me, personally, this vaccine poses a greater risk than a benefit. I'm also not a risk to any of you. Let's look at the science. So we see that the natural infection is given greater protection or slightly greater protection than vaccination. This is a vaccine that was created to prevent severity of disease and to prevent hospitalizations. But the vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID and does not prevent you from transmitting COVID. Oh my COVID. goodness. Reality, oh, no, we have that's seen that. not so. Come on. No, You've been at Fox TV too long. Have to enjoy. I just so really again, don't think that we again, should allow Sonny. this kind of misinformation. Again. Get the vaccine so that you don't get COVID-19. When we poke ya, well we know you're gonna be, you're gonna be safe from COVID infecting you. The virus stops with every vaccinated person. Do it so you stop spreading terrible disease. And that vaccine, a key goal is to stop the transmission so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. Expectation for vaccines is not to get infected. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. When the virus gets to you, you stop it. You're not going to catch it. You're not going to get sick. You're not going to transmit it. The vaccine is absolutely bulletproof. Vaccines block you from... We're seeing every single news agency, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. We're seeing Geraldo Rivera. We're seeing all of them convince you that you have to get the vaccine. If you don't get the vaccine, then you are going to die. You're going to kill someone else's grandmother. You should be excluded from polite society. You should be left to die in a hospital if you have some other illness. Only the vaccinated should be treated as patients, medical patients. So I ask you again. When this happens again and it involves something else. Let's call it Operation Blue Beam. That's what they're preparing to unleash upon us. Will you withstand this level of pressure? Do you want to hear the rest of this video? It's it's a couple more minutes. It, <laughs> it's a nice trip down memory lane because I just remember how insane people were. And how and I, I was thrown out of so many places. Kicked out of places like Costco and drugstores liquor stores escorted out my wife and i bought a dishwasher during the lockdown unmasked the only ones in a entire sea of people at a big box store with security surrounding us <laughs> security standing around at one point one of the guys he had a he had a, uh, a spanish accent he was mexican or latin of some kind and he was asking, he was like asking me for a doctor's note. And I, I, I was like, what? I, 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 you're asking me for what now? Uh, he's like, do you, what kind of paper ship, papers do you have? What kind of uh, documentation do you have saying that you, that you, uh, excluding you from wearing this, this mask, this mask mandate? And I said, you're asking for my papers? You want to see my papeles? 
I said it just like that. I looked at him. You want to see my papeles? <laughs> he got really upset. He went and got the biggest security guard he could, and they just stood over us while we transacted with their arms crossed. Do you have the strength to do that? Are you willing? Are you willing to subject yourself to potential fines? Imprisonment over the truth? Getting and giving the virus. 100% effective at preventing COVID. The vaccine prevents you from getting infected. It is to keep you from getting it and then spreading it. We have the ability to stop COVID in its tracks. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Biden tests positive for COVID-19. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Dr. Fauci tests positive for COVID-19. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. The CDC director tests positive for COVID-19. Get your vaccine. Pfizer CEO tests positive for COVID. Pfizer CEO tests positive for COVID again. CDC director tests positive for COVID again. Fauci tests positive for COVID again. Joe Biden test positive for COVID again. Cases up 258%. The majority of these cases are among the vaccinated. And this area is the most vaccinated part of Massachusetts. So many fully vaccinated people are testing positive. So people here are a bit angry. We are all really concerned about what this means long term. I was vaccinated and I got COVID. And (laughs) almost everyone we know with vaccinations had at least one bout of it. Uh, Our vaccines work better Uh, then we could have possibly uh, hoped they would work. Uh, We are not the problem. The problem are the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated threat. Unvaccinated people are a threat, a direct threat. The threat to all of us. The unvaccinated are a risk to all of us. People have a right to be protected from the unvaccinated. Maybe there should be laws that allow them to be kept out of the building. So at least, thankfully, they're not breathing the same air. Their freedom to breathe will diminish. Start firing the unvaccinated. If you don't vaccinate, you'll be fired. Time to come down on the unvaccinated. They should be banned from the VA, banned from restaurants, banned from other businesses and colleges. Companies should not treat us as equals. Place unvaccinated people under arrest. the unvaccinated that has put America in the place that it is. We are losing freedom because people are unvaccinated. Anger towards the unvaccinated. I'm furious at the unvaccinated. Frustrated with Americans. Still not vaccinated. Not to be vaccinated seems criminal. Suspects face years behind bars for coughing on police officers. The freedom. For them. Charged with terrorist threats. They have no individual rights when it comes to the vaccine. Really, you're killing other people. We're being attacked by unvaccinated. It's the unvaccinated who aren't wearing masks. It's the unvaccinated who aren't social distancing. It's the unvaccinated going to crowded indoor events. It is not your right as an American citizen to catch and transmit a potentially fatal infection. So screw you, freedom. We can coerce you. You're not going to be able to travel to see your family. If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show up? Yes, you really shouldn't have anyone unvaccinated come to dinner. That's just a huge risk. If you want to come out into public, if you want to live your life, you need to get the vaccination. It's time for people to see vaccination as literally necessary. You should have to show that you're vaccinated in order to go places. Unvaccinated tennis player can't travel to the U.S. If you're not vaccinated, you're not welcome. Our patience is wearing thin. Why hasn't the president focused more on scolding the unvaccinated? The refusal has cost all of us. Continued damage the unvaccinated are doing to themselves and the country. How come migrants are allowed to come into this country unvaccinated, but world-class tennis players are not? <laughs> you know. 
and uh, back to our lead story, uh, uh, the pandemic, pandemic of, of the unvaccinated. The fact is, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Experts call it a pandemic, pandemic of, of the unvaccinated. Still a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The disease of the unvaccinated. It is the unvaccinated who are the problem. Period. End of story. The unvaccinated also put our economy at risk. This is a tyranny of the unvaccinated right now. The unvaccinated, not the vaccinated, the unvaccinated. That's the problem. That's the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. All this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. Pandemic because the unvaccinated. When you get the vaccine, you will not die. That's right. That's right. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to die. If you're vaccinated, you don't have a risk. It's as simple as black and white. You are not going to die if you are vaccinated. That's it. Full stop. You're unvaccinated. You're at risk. You're vaccinated. You're safe. A majority of Americans dying from coronavirus are vaccinated. COVID-19 isn't a pandemic of the unvaccinated anymore. We didn't really understand the fatality rate. You know, we didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly of the elderly, kind of like flu is kind of like flu, a bit different. We have two Americas, an unvaccinated, at-risk America and a vaccinated America. I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. You, the vaccinated, are the last best hope to overcome the unvaccinated minority. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it. We are seeking to enlist you in a benevolent conspiracy to join in the unfinished war against the sins of the unvaccinated. And it's a war. A forever war. The war against COVID-19. The vaccine hesitancy on Earth, too, has the potential to compromise all of the hard-fought progress that we've made here on Earth One. This is the greatest threat to life that we have ever faced. Metropolitan areas are now banning all private gatherings. This bar owner arrested for reopening illegally. Unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death. Death, death. For yourselves, your families. If the unvaccinated are not to blame, who is? If only we had a vaccine against BS. If only, ladies and gentlemen, if only we had a vaccine against BS. You know, the finally, something that Don Lemon says that I agree with. If only we had a vaccine to prevent the BS that you have heard out there in the mainstream media i ask one more time rhetorically i ask again when they all tell us that the world is ending when they tell us that extraterrestrials have landed when they tell us that the demands and the warnings from our benevolent neighbors intergalactic neighbors are that we Conduct extremely primitive lifestyles that we enact totalitarian control of citizens in order to save ourselves, save ourselves from ourselves, but also save ourselves from the extraterrestrials who have supposedly landed and are advising governments around the world on how best to manage humanity. 
when they convince you, when every single news outlet, professor, celebrity, when they all tell you from Geraldo Rivera and onward that you personally will be responsible for the death of your entire town if you fail to comply. Will you comply? Will you see through it? Uh, look, I, I could have spent this short show, this paratalk, this episode, I could have spent this episode talking about the science of reality, the, the actual physics the actual physical nature of the earth, the firmament. But I'll even take, I'll even grant you the solar system model. I'll even grant you the Milky Way. I will t yes, we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour and we can't detect the motion. And we're hurling through space at 70,000 miles an hour. And we can't detect the motion. We're a random spinning ball. Hurling through space with a perfect, perfectly machined moon. It only shows us one side of itself. Only has ever shown us one side of itself for all of human time. And it just so happens that when the moon passes in front of the sun, they are like machined coins of the same exact size to the nth degree. What an amazing coincidence. What an amazing accident. What an amazing... There are no accidents with God, Michael. There are no accidents with God. God has been directing this uh, theistic evolution the whole time. Oh, okay. So you're telling me that my body is more evolved than Christ's body. My body's more perfect than the body of Christ because I'm 2000 years more perfect, more evolved because things are just getting better over time, right? That's what you're telling me? Um, no, that's not what I'm telling you. That's not what theistic evolution says. Oh, so you're telling me that death, disease, Struggle for survival, decay, corruption. That all happened before the fall of Adam. That all resulted in the evolution of mankind. Yes, that's all. That's what happened. Oh, okay. So a perfectly good God whose character now you must impugn. He's the one who introduced death, disease, corruption, despair, starvation. He's the one who introduced that into the, the universe. Not Adam and Eve. God did that. That's what you're telling me, right? Uh, uh, well, uh, 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 stutter, uh. You see, to convince me that we're a 9 billion year old spinning ball of gas hurling at 70,000 miles an hour around the sun in a random place, in a random 
galaxy on the edge of the universe is the same argument as trying to convince me that an almighty, all-good, all-loving, all-knowing God is to blame for disease, corruption, starvation, struggle for survival. The evolutionists and the solar system model people are the same, one and the same. It's the same theory. It's the same theory which says that out of chaos yields order. You don't get order out of chaos. It doesn't happen. That's not the nature of things. The fruit of chaos is more chaos. We live in a universe governed by entropy. Entropy means a tendency towards disorder, death, chaos, and destruction. You can't fully assemble a functioning 747 airplane from a tornado hitting a junkyard. When a tornado hits a junkyard, it just gets junkier. You don't build out of chaos. You continue to destroy. It is far easier to destroy than it is to build. It is far easier to have mob rule than to have order. It is far easier to tear down than to build up. That is just the nature of reality, thanks to original sin. That's Catholic dogma. Prior to original sin, there was no disease. There was no starvation. There was no struggle for survival. There was no Darwinian survival of the fittest. Original sin is what changed all of that. Prior to original sin, there was no entropy. There was no tendency towards disorder, chaos, destruction, despair. Original sin changed all of that. We, human beings, fundamentally changed the nature of the universe via original sin. So therefore, in order to argue to me that you're a theistic evolutionist or that you're a solar systemist, you have to impugn the character of God and you have to argue against a dogma of the Roman Catholic faith. And I, quite frankly, as I approach my 40th year on planet Earth, no longer have the time of day for anyone who actively impugns the character of God or goes out of their way to avoid a dogma of the Catholic faith. Period. End of story. That's it. But even if, for this hypothetical example, I grant you that we're a random spinning ball, spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, undetectable, flying at 70,000 miles an hour, undetectable, in the outer corners of an, of an immaterial galaxy called the Milky Way, and that there are, in fact, other life forms out there, and there may be coming to... If I grant you that some of this is true, that this, that this fictional fantasy is true, if I grant you that you can't go into your backyard and conduct a single scientific test which proves that we are actually moving, you can't do it. It can't be done. It's never been done. Even if I grant you that the solar system model is correct, how... How 
Will you and I stand up together, shoulder to shoulder, against Operation Blue Beam? Just take the videos that I've played for you. Take the strategies which they have used against us and apply them to the latest thing, the newest thing. They're going to do it. They are going to fake an alien landing. They're going to claim that they're collaborating with a higher intelligence, a more evolved intelligence, who is telling us that we must eat the bugs and live in the pods. We must reduce carbon footprint, and that starts with you. How will you argue against them when you take their fake science seriously? How will you argue against them when you grant that, well, we are just a random spinning ball, and we are just on the outer edge of a solar system, and we are 9 billion years old, and it's possible that there's an alien life that's like a couple million years older than we are because, after all, human beings are only been around for such and such thousands or millions of years, and we are just evolved apes, and maybe it's possible that some other life form evolved for a billion years uh, faster than us, and so they were apes a billion years ago, but now they're, they're a billion years more evolved human beings, and they're just here to help us, and it's possible. Where do you draw the line? Where do you stop? Where does this fantasy end? If you grant their fake science, if you grant their fake premises, then you have to buy their bogus conclusions. That's how logic works. Now do you understand why the cosmology is important? Now do you understand why there is a useful benefit in pondering the origin of things. St. Thomas would agree that we need to put first things first. He may not agree with everything that I have just said, but he for sure agrees that if you accept their premises, then you have to accept their conclusions. If you accept the globalist premise that we are a random ball of rock and water hurling through space, then there has to be an unlimited number of random balls of rock and water also hurling through space. And maybe they've been hurling through space for billions of years more than we have. And maybe they've evolved life forms that are more advanced than we. And then when they make contact with us, we have to listen to them. It's tough to get out of that one, ladies and gentlemen. It is tough. To reject that argument, just like it's tough to reject the COVID-1984 arguments if you were already pro-vaccine. Well, I like vaccines. Especially that MMR shot. Who wants to get mumps after all? Rebella, we eliminated Rebella with the MMR shot. So I'm already pro-vaccine. I'm already pro-pathogens. I already believe that diseases can be spread from humans. That they are indeed little pathogens. That there is such a thing as little viruses. I believe that part of the science. I believe that vaccinations work. I believe that colds can be spread when you cough in people's faces. 
So where do you draw the line? How do you oppose all this stuff? Your bishop is telling you to wear the mask. Your bishop is telling you to get the vaccine that is an act of love. If you already believe that we're hurling through space and we're a, it's all random, it's a random galaxy and a random ball of spinning gas... Why can't there be a random civilization that shows up to tell us what to do? If your bishop tells you to believe it, if the Pope says there's certainly aliens, how can you oppose that? If we accept the premises, we will accept the conclusions. And all the pressure that they brought to bear, they tested us. They watched us very closely. This was a dressed rehearsal for the real show. The real show is yet to come. And when the real show comes, what will we do? I had a conversation last night with someone that I, I actually kind of respect. And yet this person was asking me about a question about cosmology. And this person said, you know, it really doesn't matter. Our Lord's not going to ask us these questions in our particular judgment. And I just had to pause and, and, and think to myself, you're telling me that the story of creation doesn't matter? The alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end? You're telling me that God in his goodness created this reality in which we live and it doesn't matter at all what the true nature of that reality is? It doesn't matter? I, sh I, I, I should think that we as Catholics or as Christians, if you're a non-Catholic still listening to this program, God bless you, I should think that we would think it terribly important the manner in which created reality was created and exactly what was created for the simple fact that it is an act of God and it ought to be studied as such. That's true science. The awe of God's creation. Wonder mystery at what God has done for us and given to us. That, ladies and gentlemen, is terribly important. It is exceedingly important for us to understand as God's creatures to understand the real universe in which we live. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. I'm so pleased I was able to give you a full segment on this Monday morning. This was a thought experiment worth having. I hope that you dig deep and you're honest with yourself. And you imagine yourself holding the line because, ladies and gentlemen, that will be so necessary in the coming days and weeks. God bless you. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. This is Parrot Talk. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. Restoringthefaith.com